Hello and welcome to the Carney E3 podcast. This podcast provides an opportunity for different ministry leaders and pastors to talk about various topics that could be happening within our church, within our community, or even around the world. My name is Cody Riedel, and I'm the communications director at E-Free, and today I'm joined by the founder of Free Thinking Ministries and former apologist in residence at E-Free, <laughs> Tim right. Stratton, right? That's right, and former youth pastor. And former youth pastor yes, at E-Free. Yes. Nice. Yeah. So Tim, thanks for, for joining us uh, today for this episode. Um, reason we thought maybe it'd be a good, a good idea for you to come on is because in a, in a couple of weeks we're going to have uh, Frank Turk here on February 23rd. Right. And... Um, before we talk about um, Frank being here, maybe let's let's talk about uh, apologetics just mm-hmm. in general, because I th- I think there's a lot of people in the church that they hear that term, but they don't necessarily know um, the definition of it and how it applies and kind of what you do do with it with your your specialty. So yeah, that's right. Oftentimes when I tell people that I'm a, an apologist, they say, "Well, what are you sorry about?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not sorry for anything. Right. <laughs> um, well. I guess I can think of a few things. But, uh, but, that's for another podcast That's right, episode. that's right. <laughs> but, uh, but apologetics uh, really is a, it's a branch of theology seeking to answer the question, why is Christianity true? Hmm. And so I desire to not just know what I believe, but also know why I believe it, and also uh, commu- communicate that to others and equip others to know what they believe and why they believe it so they can share that. Really, it's evangelism. When you think about it, or, or it's a vital tool for the evangelist uh, to have in their back pocket. You know, I've once heard it said, uh, you, you know, the question was asked, well, how do you spell evangelism? And I think it was J. Warner Wallace. He said, A P O L. You know, you get it. <laughs> he yeah. spelled out apologetics. <laughs> so you can't do, well, it's very hard to do evangelism today without uh, apologetics. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just seeking to show people why Christianity is in fact true. It's not just a blind faith, but it's a reasonable faith. It's true, and we yeah. have good reasons to believe it's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are what are some tips for for um, you know maybe new new Christians or even just uh, Christians in general just get their feet wet maybe with apologetics? Not not the whole maybe right. gamut, but just um, just getting a taste of it well, that's for the first a, time. Yeah, great question. You know, and one of the things I am sorry about <laughs> is when I was a youth pastor here, and, and I realized that the students, the high school and college students were really, many of them were struggling with their faith. Many of them were leaving Christianity, becoming atheists, or, or just having a, a, a faith that was seemingly destroyed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And they were coming to me with questions. And so that's what sparked my interest in apologetics. I realized that they had good questions and they needed really good answers to those questions. Mm -hmm. And I realized that most people didn't have those answers. And so I went on a journey to try to find uh, an answer to to every single question that I was uh, faced with. And I was able to do that. It was quite the experience. But I got so excited about apologetics. I jumped right into the deep waters of philosophy and theology and physics and (laughs) science and everything Mm. like that. Jumped into these deep waters and tried to swim. Um, At the same time, while I was a youth pastor, while I was trying to take all the kids, all the students with me, (laughs) even the middle schoolers, I'm like, come with me, guys. Let me teach you about the Kalam cosmological argument and teach you about the second law of entropy and thermodynamics and and, and show you why that points to God's existence. Well, most students just weren't ready for it. And so I realized 
after a little bit of time that like, wow, okay, I was called to go into this field. Um, and so, but I'm not called to drag everybody into the, the diving pool with me. Um, we got to start in the baby pool and get people's feet wet. And so if you're, if you're new to this, if you've never studied apologetics before, don't jump into the deep waters. Uh, don't start out that way. Start with the baby pool, get your feet wet, get used to the apologetics waters, and then maybe move to the three foot, uh, get some swimming lessons <laughs> and, uh, and learn how to navigate the three foot and the four foot. And then after a bit of time, once you feel competent to swim in those shallow waters, then you can jump into the diving pool and practice your backflips and your gainers <laughs> and things like that. But, uh, you know, I really would recommend starting with a guy like Frank Turek. Hmm. He does a great job at taking these, a lot of these deep philosophical ideas and theological concepts and bringing them down to the bottom shelf. Uh, I try to do that on occasion. Uh, one of the uh, authors, though, the contributing authors on Free Thinking Ministry, uh, on freethinkingministries.com, he's uh, one of my close friends, a colleague, lives in New York. His name is Timothy Fox, and I've asked him when he, when he writes for Free Thinking Ministries, I said, your target audience is a 10-year-old. Mm. My target audience is probably a 20-year-old who's in college and is faced with all these doubts and has these deep questions. But I told Tim Fox to focus on a 10-year-old. If he misses his target, he's hitting a, a high schooler. Yeah. You know? um, but really... Most people, if you've never studied this stuff, you need that. You need this introductory, uh, what I call the baby pool apologetics, and, mm -hmm. and, and you work your way up until you can eventually get in those deeper waters. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess just out of curiosity, what's kind of the most common question that you get, whether when you were in the youth ministry right. or even today mm -hmm. that you you uh, you argue with right. over? Uh, two two things. Uh, probably the biggest one would be uh, they. Many people believe the idea of God is incoherent, um, and, and it normally comes down to the problem of evil, some flavor of the problem mm. of evil. Why would all good, loving, and powerful and perfectly intelligent being allow all of this pain, evil, and suffering? And so, really, that's the main focus of my work is answering that question. And okay. really what I did my PhD dissertation on mm. is, uh, is really answering. I mean, it answers more questions, but really focused on if I can lay the foundation, um, and, and answer that question, then it was a success. And mm. I believe I was successful. Um, I passed anyway. Oh, nice. so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, the problem of evil, and suffering is a big one. Mm -hmm. I think we have, we can demonstrate why a perfectly good and loving, all powerful and all uh, knowing being would allow us to experience the pain, evil, and suffering. In fact, Paul says it in Second Corinthians four seventeen. He says that these. I mean, he's he's pretty sarcastic, but he says these light, momentary afflictions. And mm -hmm. Paul knew what it was to suffer, right? But he gives a whole list yeah. of all of his sufferings, right? But Paul says that these light momentary afflictions prepare us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Mm. He said that, this, uh, that these afflictions prepare us for eternity. Basically, no pain, no gain. Well, one of the things that I did was demonstrate, well, what does Paul really mean here and how does that make sense? Well, 
that's one big objection. The other one is uh, God and science. And they'll say things like, well, science has proven that God doesn't exist. Or science has proven that uh, the Bible is false or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Or that science has killed God. And that's just incoherent. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. And I, I spent a lot of time showing why science actually points to God mm-hmm. and how Christianity, including biblical Christianity, makes the most and the best sense of the scientific data that we have available today. Mm. So those are uh, the two big ones. Um, Why would God allow evil? And what about science? Yeah. Well, while we're on the topic of um, interesting questions, Frank Turek is going to come and he's going to talk about, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist, which is a uh, a head scratcher of a a title. Maybe great title. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe dive into, I don't know how much familiarity you have with maybe that, title there, but um, mm-hmm. what he'll be talking about when he comes comes to Carney. Yeah, well, Frank uh, loves to talk about, you know, the existence of God. What kind of, I mean, do we have evidence for the existence of God? And if you, you know, judging by that title alone, mm-hmm. you can see that uh, there's so much evidence for the existence of God that he would have to deny all of that evidence and just have a blind faith in mm-hmm. atheism to reject that evidence, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's why he says, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist because all of the evidence points towards the existence of God. And he would even argue further and stronger that doesn't just point towards God. It points towards Christian theism in mm-hmm. particular, Christianity. Um, so yeah, he loves to focus on those big questions. Does God exist? Does truth exist? Are miracles possible? Uh, do we have historical evidence for the resurrection? Uh, you know, and, and what are these evidences for the existence of God? Hmm. So those are, you know, in a nutshell, yeah. that's what you can expect from him. Yeah. And he's going to be here um, not only at E-Free on uh, the morning of February 23rd for both of our services, but he's also going to be speaking at UNK on the 24th. Yeah, we've got him speaking four times in two days. Oh, wow. Uh, well, five times if you count twice on Sunday morning. Here. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, uh, first service and second service here. At E Free, and then that Sunday night, uh, seven o'clock, uh, I think it's seven o'clock. He's uh, speaking at uh, Spirit of Life Church, okay, outside of town. Um, that's actually a Free Thinking Ministries fundraiser. So if you'd like to hear Frank and help support Free Thinking Ministries a little nice. bit, uh, come out there, listen to him, and see how you can uh, uh, support Free Thinking Ministries in the process. Um, then that next morning. He's going to be speaking to pastors in the area. So we've invited uh, pastors from all the different evangelical churches around here, um, even some of the Catholic churches, Mm. and even some churches from out of town. And uh, uh, we're picking up breakfast. Uh, Breakfast is on us. Mm. Um, We'll be at Good Evans. And uh, I think that's 7 o'clock a.m. If anybody's out there and listening to this, uh, you can send me an email uh, if you want uh, to make sure. But I believe it's 7 o'clock a.m. And uh, meeting at Good Evans. And he'll be speaking to pastors about the importance of apologetics from the pulpit. Mm. Uh, just even a little bit. You know, I like to say it's it's sprinkling in a, apologetics goodness on your sermons. Yeah. You know who's great at that? Who's that? Adrian Boykin. I mean, he might be one of the best yeah. pastors I've ever heard. Uh, give an awesome sermon, a Bible-based sermon, and then 
He'll take a little bit of apologetics and sprinkle it on yeah. top. I mean, every time he does that, I'm like, oh, you're bringing just, joy to my heart, like brother. That, that pe- paprika apologetics. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There. Adrian knows his apologetics yeah. quite well. Uh, so it's it's awesome to be a part of a church, to be, you know, the former apologist in residence here and sit mm-hmm. under and learn from a guy who knows the importance of apologetics. In fact, he's on my board, the Free Thinking Ministries board mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, he takes his apologetics very seriously takes his theology his systematic theology very seriously and uh you know i just love when he incorporates both those things into his sermons he does it all the time Mm -hmm. but uh frank turek is going to be talking to all the pastors in the area about the importance of doing that how to do it and uh you know i just i look forward to enjoying breakfast with all these guys and listening to frank at the same time you know it's going to be at Good Evans, and so there's going to be some people there who are getting a message for free, basically, because yeah. uh, he's just going to be talking in the whole restaurant. Nice. So it'll be really cool. That'll be uh, on Monday morning. Yeah. And then Monday evening, he'll be speaking at UNK. And this will be the first time of, well, you know, the, speaking at the church, he's speaking to Christians, speaking uh, at the fundraiser, he's speaking to Christians, speaking to pastors over breakfast, he's speaking to Christians. But then that night at UNK, Mm -hmm. his primary uh, focus is going to be speaking to Mm. non-Christians, to skeptics, people who don't think that Christianity is true, even to the hardened atheist. And he wants to be there to reason with them in a respectful and loving manner and give them some things to think about, show them uh, all the evidence for Christianity. So when they leave UNK that night, perhaps they'll be thinking, wow, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist either. And you know, hopefully they'll, we'll see people give their lives to Christ. Mm, if they awesome. don't give their lives to Christ on the spot, what I see quite often is what Greg Kokel from Stand to Reason Ministries says, who's friends with both Frank and I. Uh, Greg says, hey, uh, as an apologist, my goal isn't always to convert you on the spot. But he likes to uh, drop stones in their shoes, as mm. he says. He puts stones in their shoes so that er- if they walk away from that conversation, still not... Uh, bowing the knee to Christ, every step they take is going to get their attention. And they've got to deal with that stone in their shoe at some point. You might be able to handle it for a few steps. You might be able to handle it for a couple miles. But, man, you start walking 10, 20 miles on that stone, it's going to feel like a boulder, and you've Mm got to deal with it. So, uh, yeah, you know, we might not – hopefully we'll see people give their lives to Christ that night. Yeah. But if we don't, it's, it's also like planting seeds, right? Yeah, I like that uh, word picture. Yeah, That's yeah. really good. Planting seeds or dropping stones. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> dropping stones. <laughs> yeah, nice. it, it works. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how often you get um, or on campus, but do you do you have a sense of how this might be received with the students there? Because, I mean, up here at the church and, Chris, you know, you, we can kind of get in our own bubbles, mm-hmm. but just um, maybe just what the, the vibe is for that, that well, event at UNK. I, I've got a – uh, we've got a what we call a reasonable faith uh, campus group there, mm-hmm. uh, and we've got a student leadership team. Uh, some of the young men here in this church, uh, Tate Combs, for example, is heading it up, mm-hmm. and so he's uh, he's really getting the word out across campus, and he says there's some excitement there and some energy, and uh, probably some people that are like, oh, we're we're gonna come show Frank Turek why he's wrong, and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and so. Uh, you know, take, yeah. say, hey, make sure you come. Yeah. He wants to hear your objections. Yeah. Come prove them wrong. Awesome. You know, he wa- we want to have that conversation. Again, a respectful, loving conversation, but we want to hear the best objections that are out there. Yeah. And we want you to listen 
to the reasons why we think those objections fail mm. and and why Christianity is true. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, just to recap again, the, Frank Turk will be here uh, Sunday morning on February 23rd uh, at E3 to, to uh, give us our sermon for both first and second service, and then at UNK on the 24th in that evening. So That's right. For, um, I guess I would just encourage, I mean, just, just hearing about you talk about UNK and um, the opportunity that there is on campus there, and even on a Sunday morning for for the people that are just walking in, just being in prayer for people to um, be receptive to to maybe feel those stones in their shoes mm-hmm. um, and just kind of hope, pray that God works, works yeah. through people. So, um, yeah. And you know, I, I just gotta say, I, I feel like I take Adrian and you guys for you, you for granted, you know, we, um, I, I don't dive much into the apologetics baby pool, but you know, <laughs> I appreciate you guys, you know, arguing the, these important, um, arguments. And then yeah. also just, uh, how Adrian brings, brings the message every Sunday morning. So, well, I'll just say that even for those that haven't got their feet wet in the baby pool yet, I've found that it's also important for many Christians who don't struggle with these ideas, uh, who don't struggle with doubt, who have a very strong faith all the time. I find that although they might not need these questions answered at times, uh, they find it comforting to know that if one of their loved ones is struggling with doubt, that at least they know where the the swimming pool's at. Mm. <laughs> the pool the, the the pool of apologetics waters is at. They know where to go to get answers if they need them. Mm. And That's so really uh, whether it be Adrian or from Free Thinking Ministries or from Frank Turek's ministry, which is crossexamined.org, mm. uh, if people just even know that there's people out there who can give an articulate and intelligent defense of Christianity and defend their faith, uh, I find that people find that quite comforting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, know where the know where that water's at. And mm. I also encourage people to get their feet wet and take a few swimming lessons. Yeah, very yeah. good. Well, Tim, thanks so much uh, uh, for joining us. Um, you know, that, I don't know, that was really great, just, just talking about how uh, knowing where the pool's at. Yeah. That's really good. Cool. So um, anything else you'd like to add about Frank Turk or the, the apologetics ministry? So, Well, just to uh, reiterate what you said, I just encourage people to be praying about these uh, talks that Frank is going to give, whether it be at the church or at the pastor's breakfast or at the fundraiser, but especially that night at UNK. Uh, Pray that the people that need to hear his message will show up and pray that God just uses Frank in a powerful way uh, to impact Carney for God's glory. Yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us, everyone. That was Tim who... Is, is sorry for nothing that he said in this podcast, <laughs> but is an apologist expert. Right. So, <laughs> But uh, thank you for joining us for this episode, and we'll see you next week.